0: David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone! Bring them out, bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Woo! Oh, God! Welcome in to the Kaplan and Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a three-hour ride here on this Wednesday morning with open phone lines for you. 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our phone number. Good morning, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN with Down Chicago. Thanks for watching this show and all the shows at ESPN in Chicago. And, Cap, just when I was done with this Bulls team, the underachievement, uh, the indifference from the general manager, uh, the Mark Eversley hiding, just when I was done with this team, they bring me back. in with Chicago's own Pat Bev back in the fold in the city of Chicago.
1: I want to know why Pat Bev, and I love him. He went to my late father's alma mater, high school, John Marshall, on the west side of Chicago. I want to know why Patrick Beverly has to go to his podcast hoodie and say this. No, me, I'm going to be on Zach Levine's ass. I'm going to be on Zach Levine's ass. But I love Vooch. I love DeMar. I got me a big man that can shoot the ball. I got DeMar. Yeah, we're not taking. Why am I paying a guy 215 freaking million, dollars? and I got to bring a guy in who's never even played the organization
0: and says this? When I'm on a team and I'm your teammate and I'm your player and you're my coach, like you get a different vibe. You're like, man, this is my He'd do anything for the team. You know what I'm saying? So, they ain't going to get that. I'm going to, you know me, I'm going to be on Zach Levine's ass. I'm going I'm to give him all the energy he destroy people. Me and DeMar DeRozan, we good. I got a, a pop and five. Uh, Vujovic, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm really excited.
1: I got a pop and five. Me and yeah. DeMar good. Bob I'm going to be on Zach Levine's ass. Then guess what? Another check mark in the negative box for Arturis and Mark Eversley. You paid a guy $250 million, You got to get a guy off the scrap heap to get his ass.
0: Well, look at it from this standpoint. Actually, Patrick Beverly, and for those that don't know, when Patrick Beverly comes uh, to a team, he changed the mood on that team. He's a the guy there that is the Chicago way, telling you face-to-face how you really feel. Every, this is why Pat Beverly can't stay with one team, is because he comes in as a rabble-rouser. He comes in and says, hey, you know, we got to play harder. Did this in Minnesota, did this in the Lakers, all the stops he's been in. But what does this say, Cap, when I heard that soundbite yesterday, and we're playing it this morning? You know what that makes me think? It makes me think, hmm, if Pat Bev thinks that Zach Levine needs a kick in the ass, what do you think the rest of the league thinks? What do you think the rest of the team thinks? Isn't that something? I mean, it's one thing for us here in Chicago to be able to look at Zach Levine and say, yeah, you know what? He's a good player, but not a great player yet, despite him uh, securing the bag. But Pat Bev, who's not even part of this team, sees Zach Levine and says, yeah, I'm going to be in that ass. Well, 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 why do you think that's needed? Why does Pat Bev, because everybody knows that Zach Levine is in middle of the pack as far as great players in this league. He thinks a kick in the ass is going to get him to higher heights. We'll see. No, me, I'm going to be on Zach with being ass. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't tell you how disappointed I was,
1: not in Pat Bev, that Pat Bev's perspective, having never been on the Chicago Bulls till yesterday, that his perspective is, boy, that guy's got a lot of talent. He just doesn't work at it. Is that I, what you heard from that? Is that what you believe you heard? Th- that there's something drastically missing from Zach Levine, that a guy who's not even in the Easter Conference, it's not like he's in Milwaukee and he sees the Bulls a billion times a season. Yep. He really, truly said the guy that you gave a max contract, Mr. Reinsdorf, yeah, we're going to sign Zach for $215 million. Okay, I hope you guys know
0: what you're doing. No, me, I'm going to be on Zach Levine's ass.
1: I mean... See? It, it, that would be just like... Danny hiring you and I to do the morning show And then Danny going Those guys are really talented But I gotta get a producer
0: in here get on their ass Well then why are you hiring us? Well, ex- well, exactly. But I, I, let me drill down on this a little further, though. Cap, that says a lot about the league. Yes, it's a wide, vast, you know, international league. Everybody knows everybody. But, you know, the NBA is a small town when you think about it, right? Mm-hmm. How does Pat Bev know that Zach Levine needs a kick in the ass? It's like, he's right with DeMar DeRozan. You know why? Because DeRozan is the best player in the league as far as mid-range shots. Okay, so he sees Vooch as a stretch five that can step out, hit the three. So he knows that much about the team. But he also knows that Zach Levine is just mid as a player in this league. Think about this. He's nowhere around the Bulls. Yes, he's from Chicago, but every player knows about every player's tendencies, the good and the bad. For Pat Bev to get on the mic and say, yeah, I'm going to get a Zach Levine's ass. Then that means that everybody knows that Zach Levine's good, but not great yet. It may he may never be just based on what Pat Bev said. Yeah, I just, wow. That, I love
1: it. I love the Pat Beverly perspective that, I, hey, man, I'm not coming there just to cash a check and play in front of my mom. I'm coming there to try and get us into the playoffs. Great. Love that, Hoodie. The fact that the reputation of our highest paid, most talented player is that
0: somebody from the outside has got to get in his ass really bothers me. Well, here's let's, let's rewind the clock. When it came to free agency the calls that we took in the conversation that you and I had is is um, Zach Levine worth the price for the Chicago Bulls is the uh, is the juice worth the squeeze when it comes to Zach Levine and we said well look who else is out there in free agency and, and guess what they signed Zach Levine and I didn't have a problem with it because who else was out there well, the the thing you could
1: have done was try to do a sign and trade and from what i was told by people i trust in that league there was no market nobody was calling you up going yeah we'll take him and we'll give you that
0: nope. mm-hmm. no there was no offer like that that's yep. bad okay. Well, I mean, but again, in this situation, you had a choice. Either pay a guy, then give you 25 points a game, or tank. Because ultimately, if it was a sign-and-trade, that meant you were going in the, the opposite direction. And, and for some Bulls fans, that might have been a good idea to, to maybe bring this team down and then reimagine it. But we had Bobby Marks on yesterday. Mm-hmm. And what did Bobby say? How difficult is it for you to be able to tear down? Because you, you don't know if you'll be able to bring it back up again. That's why in this city, I do not... Like the tank, the bull, the bears are doing it right now. I don't know if that's going to pay dividends for the future, but I don't like it in a city that is as large as ours where there should be a commitment to winning. I don't like the idea of tanking, but the the bulls might have considered that or signed Zach Levine. They went with Levine to try to get themselves in the playoffs. I get it, okay, but 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 I guess the point is, will he ever get better than what we've seen?
1: Okay, hey Patrick, you come here and help them tank.
0: Now, hell no. They didn't bring me here to tank. Man, could you imagine?
1: Man, hell no. They didn't come bring me, here, bring me here to tank. But how come the Bulls are playing that way? It's because this falls at the feet of two men. Arturis Karnashovas and his trusty general manager who works for him, Mark Eversley. They did a horrible job putting this roster
0: together. Yeah, there's no question about that. But here's Pat Beverly, who's been all over the league. He's saying, I'm not here to tank. And I can understand why. If he's available and he wants to play for a team that's in the playoffs, that's why he came to Chicago. I wish the rest of the Bulls felt that way. Pat Bev says he wants to be in the playoffs. I wish the Bulls would play like they want to be in the playoffs. Right now, they're on the outside looking in this morning, aren't they? When I look at the standings, they wouldn't even be in the playoffs right now.
1: They would not even be in the play-in tournament they're not getting in the playoffs they might might be able to squeak into the play in
2: tournament but this like i get that we don't like tanking in this town Mm -hmm. in chicago we shouldn't we shouldn't find tanking acceptable it should be offensive in this town you're you're goddamn right the problem for me is the bulls when you've been bad already for 60 games what's the point in trying to be good for 23 What are you going to get out of this? You get into the playoffs and you have a bomb dropped on you by Boston? Where's the fun in that? Why should I care about getting obliterated in the first round of the playoffs? I would rather this team just go, let's suck for 23 games and at least give ourselves a chance at getting at the top of this draft and having a swing at two generational guys. Okay,
0: so it starts from the top. All right, So we'll start with what Michael Reinsdorf wants and what Eversley and Karnaschovas wants. They feel that is is valuable for the team to get into the playoffs. And by the way, I feel the same way. There is value. There's a rung of the ladder to get to the playoffs because I'd rather be in the playoffs than not. And I don't want to go through the Gar packs years of not being in the playoffs and just spinning your wheels, not going in the right direction. I would rather be a team that's in the playoffs building on something versus being always in the lottery and doing Nothing. Keep in mind, I could never look at Arturs, Connor, Chauvis, and Eversley and think, "Man, if we tank, we're going to be right back up there with the you know, Milwaukee's and the Boston's." And the other, and here's point number two, Shay, I'd rather be in the playoffs and try and understand that there's Giannis and understand there's Boston and understand that there's Cleveland and understand that there's uh, uh, very good teams in the Eastern Conference. that's going to going to keep me down anyway. I would rather have my shot in the playoffs than just continue being a lottery and being in last place. That's just for me as a fan.
1: But in Shea's defense, we were texting about it last night. What do you really gain if you get into the playoffs? Let's assume they get in the play in tournament, they win their requisite two games, and they get Boston in round one. Game one 108 92, final. 111 91, come to Chicago. They got to have last stand right here. 114-101. Boston will close it out Thursday at the United Center. Bam! 181. Blowout city. Four straight. See you later. Thanks for coming. That did absolutely nothing except make more money for the organization.
0: You ask the average fan that goes to the United Center whether or not they'd rather have the United Center dark in the spring or being able to see playoff basketball. Are you kidding me? You'd rather be in the playoffs with a ch- a chance than to languish in last place or, or tank on purpose. I, listen, you and I would know what the end result is anyway because of how top-heavy the East is. We take on Boston, Milwaukee, you're going to get crushed anyway. anyway. All the other teams are going to get crushed. I'd rather be in the playoffs with an opportunity with a chance than to be able to be on the outside looking in every single year. We've been through that. I, dis- I disagree with you. If you told
1: me I'm going in to play the Boston Celtics and I get my ass beat, four straight games, not close, not going, boy, we were right there lost in seven. Okay, that's that's a but, but discussion. Spin in,
0: but but spit on your wheels. Where are you going? Where are you, go- where are you going with that, I cap? need them to get punched in the face in the Fine. executive office
1: and finally go, all right, we, we got to change something here. Being...
0: A reasonably decent team doesn't do anything for anybody. Here's what you're doing. You're going to put trust in a front office that you don't like now into trying to rebuild this team, to reimagine this team, rather than being in the playoffs? Think about that. That same front office that you're talking about. It's like, yeah, you know, give them an opportunity to rebuild this thing. This front office? There's no difference between this front office and our backs. And so this is what I'm talking about when, we, when, we ha- when you don't have perspective. I'd rather be in the playoffs with an opportunity, and I know what the end result is. Because we don't have a Giannis, because we don't have a Jason Tatum, we don't have a Donovan Mitchell, so we don't have those guys. I'd rather have an opportunity to compete than to say, well, I put trust in this front office that they'll be able to rebuild and build through the draft. How do you know? I'd rather have what I know, and that is a team that's good enough to get to the postseason versus a team that cannot. 312-332 312-332-ESPN 332-3776 is our phone number. So Patrick Beverly wants to be part of this playoff push. Would you rather the Bulls be tanking? What's your choice? We'll talk about it coming up next to take your phone calls on the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show. Checkmate one 6 okay. and suppression on target. That's why I see him in the shot. Shot or no shot, with Captain j Hood on ESPN One Thousand and the ESPN Chicago app. That's why I see him in the shot. Good morning, and welcome into the Captain j Hood Morning Show here on ESPN One Thousand, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, John with you, with you here weekday mornings at seven. Hope that you're going to have a great Wednesday. At this time, every day, we give you a shot or no shot. Here's Shane Orley. Shay. Good morning, boys. A
2: lot of fiery talk about the Bulls and uh, Patrick Beverly. Cap, Hood, how is everybody this morning? Rock and roll. Let's snore it up. Let's go. I want to uh. do... Oh. <laughs> do the opposite of snore it up here, Kaplan we got a little excitement in town. Patrick Beverly uh, back to Chicago. Noted hothead around the league. I like Pat Beverly. There have always been a Oh, I like
1: him, too. I think he's great. I just but- don't know if he addresses what ails this club. Now, again, he's got a job. He's going to have to play some point guard, play some
0: defense. And- Tell me I'm going to be on Zach with Bane ass. Okay, We know, Pat,
2: he's going to be on people's ass in the locker room. We've seen him get emotional in times, throwing his jersey into the crowd after Minnesota won a play-in game. We've seen Pat Bev get excited. My question, we know this locker room for the Bulls has been a little bit of a tiff spot all season. Shot or no shot, with Pat Bev involved, there's going to be a fight in the next week.
0: <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a no shot. There will not be a fight, only because this Bulls team is passive aggressive. Like, like, like he'll say stuff and he'll try to motivate. Not in the first week, no. But I can say it's a shot. Before the end of this regular season, there will be a scrape, a tiff. It's going to be a nose to nose. I can see that happening with Pat Bev because you see this team, Cap, lousy. Like you know, just like they're as dull as balls. This team. What a no energy. lousy ball club. It is. Um, lousy as balls. I was going to say, I don't know if
1: it's the next week, but there's a shot. Because they got into it before Pat Bev ever became a bull. When he was still playing for the Lakers. We had guys going at it in the locker room, uh, reportedly. And then Billy addressed. It was internal. We handled it. Blah, blah, blah. Great. Well, I hope Pat Bev sees a lousy effort and calls it out. And goes in the locker room and goes, okay, this BS isn't going to – I'm not going to tolerate it. I know I just got here, but I was brought here for a reason. Because I have one job to do. You no, know, me, I'm going to be on Zach with being ass. And I hope he calls him out if we see a dog balls effort.
0: Shay,
2: Well, a fight in the locker room would probably be more exciting than what we've had to watch all season.
0: I would You're be right. excited about it. So, but just, just so I'm clear, though, Cap, the, the whole thing with the Bulls is probably arguments – No pushing and shoving, that's not what I heard. Like a lot of face to face arguments. It was
1: guys jumping up, you know, getting all chesty. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It would be like shouting. Hoodie's much bigger man than me. He's six foot three and a half, bigger (sighs) than I am. It would be like me getting all chesty, but knowing that Jay Moore and Shea are gonna get in between us. I'm not that stupid. I'm not gonna do that. But I would love if Zach Levine takes a fall away three with sixteen on the shot clock. And right there on the court, Pat Bev went, not again. Not going to happen. Tired of watching it.
0: I love it. Shay.
2: All right, let's not forget about the Bears. There's been some interesting news this uh, past couple days. Cap sent this last night. They're listed by some offshore sports books as the odds-on favorite to land free agent running back Saquon Barkley. Oh, Carmen just had a stroke. Yeah, right. Dan Yurko, both, of them. both Bar- of them. Barkley ran for thirteen hundred yards last season, got ten touchdowns. He was named to his first Pro Bowl since his rookie season in two thousand eighteen. So, shot or no shot, if it's between David Montgomery and Saquon Barkley, the Bears should sign Saquon. Well, if if okay, hold on a second, hoodie. If
1: Saquon Barkley wants eighteen million and David Montgomery wants nine. Saquon's a better player. I'm not spending that kind of money on a running back. Now, if Saquon Barkley because allegedly the Giants uh, last night said our biggest thing we want to get done is a long-term deal with Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. They like him. So if Daniel Jones wants 45 million dollars a year and they're going to give him some, you know, 4 years, 160 whatever with 100 wow. million. Okay, if that's what he's going to get, then yeah. they can't afford Saquon as well they don't have the cap space the Bears have so if they said Saquon hey thanks man we appreciate it you're gone and Saquon says I'll play for you Bears for 11 and David Montgomery wants 10 I'll spend the extra million I'll take Saquon but I'm not breaking the bank and using up my cap space to get a running back when I can
0: draft one in the third round and go oh that guy's pretty good well it's a lot of salient um Provisos there there is a lot of what ifs. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So I'm, so you and I are both huge David Montgomery fans because, as I always tell you, when I see David Montgomery run, he runs like it's his last carry. I mean, he, he runs with a ruthless aggression, and I love that. Even on bad teams, he plays hard. And so I'm not going to be one of these guys going to hold on to Montgomery because he's not going to be here forever. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want to be in this trick bag to say, I want Saquon Barkley because he's a name. It, look, look, this team is about the development of Justin Fields. And so if you have a running back as Saquon Barkley, I'd like to have him on the Bears, but not because he's a famous name or because he's big for the Giants. I want him because he comes with a sweetheart deal, Cap. It can't We can't spend through the nose for the running back. But would I like him on the team? Yeah. But it, but it comes at my price, not necessarily his. You know what I mean? I, like you can't come here for $15 million. Correct. I'm, not, I'm with Carmen Yurk that I'm not paying that
1: type of money, although it would be hilarious. Hilarious to watch Saquon Barkley sign with the Bears and have that story break on their show. They would have, they literally would. They would both fall over. They would get us knocked off the air. They would go insane.
0: <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, Dump button couldn't wouldn't work fast enough. Correct. You have to we glue both- it down. We've also talked about whether or not the Bears are ready to be able to have a splash player. You know, you know, Shay's given us a number of shot or no shots toward the end of the regular season into the offseason, about certain names, and we turned them all down because we said the Bears aren't ready for that yet. Bears ready for, for to pay through the nose for Saquon Barkley?
1: I would say I, I no shot. I would agree that there's no shot. They are the favorite on what I sent you guys last night. What are they? Three yeah. to one. Yeah, that they would get yeah. Barkley. Okay, if. Barkley said, hey, man, I'm just looking to get a fair deal here. I'm not looking to reset the market. Yeah, I'm interested in talking to him. He's a sure. great football player. He is. Yeah, yeah you're right. But you to are, use you up a huge amount of my cap space on a running back? No, thank you. I got to build offensive line, defensive line. We did all this yesterday. I need another cornerback. I need at least one, if not two, linebackers. I got a lot that I got to get on, and wide receivers, I got plenty to do. But if he said, hey, man, you're offering how much? I'll
0: take that deal. Now Let's now, go. Shay. I'll just say this as we go to the next shot or no shot. I think people sometimes confuse fantasy football with real football in which they believe that running backs are disposable. I don't agree with that. I don't believe that any running back in the league can just run through the line. I don't, do, I don't think that. I like the versatility of Montgomery and more so with Barkley. So just keep that in mind. Like, for the right deal, absolutely. But I don't believe that running backs are a dime a dozen. If there's there's guys that can be able to be a receiver with short yardage, guys that can be able to run through the tackles around, it's a specialized skill set. I just don't think it's just, just a player. Running backs are special, too. Check.
2: All right, well, I want to piggyback off the conversation you just brought up about. Are they ready to pay through the nose for Saquon? ESPN released a list of the top 50 free agents in their best matches. If you listened to Black and a Dollar last night, you probably heard about this list. Yep, yep. Uh, they will be on 10 to noon today. The Bears did not make an appearance on it until number seven, right tackle Mike McGlinchey. Their next appearance was at number 16 with Draymond Jones, defensive tackle from Denver. Both of these names notably are lacking in star power. So my question, shot or no shot, the Bears should be prioritizing depth over signing
0: stars. Uh, Uh, That's a shot. That's a no shot. I mean, uh, again, it doesn't matter. The names don't matter to me as a number one thing when it comes to this Bears team. You need to be able to have depth. Again, are you ready to win next year? Or is it in two years? Yeah, i say in two years. Yeah, I, I'm not with Shay
1: Shay and I have been agreeing way too much the last few weeks. I am not agreeing with Shay that this team can get to 9-10 wins next year with some astute signings. No. Unless Patrick Mahomes is coming here with Tyreek Hill and six other All-Pros. That's not happening. But I do agree with you guys that you have to add depth pieces, but you also can't predict when stars, A, become available, and B actually want to be on your lousy-ass roster. I didn't know Tyree Kill was going to leave and be available last year. If some guy this year, A.J. Brown style, comes out and says, hey, I want to trade, and I talk to Chicago. They got the cap space, the willingness to pay me. I'll go there. I'll be a part of the building process there. Okay, I didn't see that guy becoming available. Count me in.
0: Well, Cap, would you agree that this offseason will see more depth than stars? Today, but
1: a year ago we didn't see Tyreek Hill or A.J. Brown being available at this time. What if in all of a sudden April, Shea comes in and goes, Guys, when we come back, so-and-so, D.K. Metcalf just asked for a trade. Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin just asked for a trade and said the Bears are his number one choice. Mm -hmm. Okay, I didn't predict that. Count me in.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think that for this season, it's not just putting, like, you know, um, Smith-Marset or St. Brown on the roster. I think that in this iteration of the Bears, because they're starting over from scratch cap, I believe that they will have add depth, and I think stars will come. But I don't know. If, I think that's more for two years, more so than this offseason. Okay. Especially especially when we don't think the Bears are going to make the playoffs this upcoming season, correct? Correct. Shay.
2: All right, we are fully in the dregs of the NBA All-Star break. Uh, there's Ooh. been lighter slates in college hoops Monday and Tuesday, typically Big Monday and Super Tuesday. A little bit fewer games the last couple of nights. Obviously, the NBA is on hiatus. Really the only consistent sports offering right now. Is the regular season hockey, which personally I'm not into. My question for the two of you: shot or no shot, this is the worst week on the sports
0: calendar of the year. Mm. Okay, this week or last weekend into this week, because you know, if you're into it, the Daytona 500 was uh happened on Sunday, correct? Yes, that is correct. NBA
2: All-Star weekend xfl if you were into
0: that a lot of college <laughs> right. basketball was going on cap I, I i don't know about you but i've watched my share of college basketball women's and men's so i mean and, and so if you hear my heartbeat uh i was just gonna say hoodie everything good
1: what are you no, doing it's,
0: it's, uh, this now, i'm not even gonna say it i'll just get myself in trouble Go ahead. <laughs> what? Do I need mouth-to-mouth? Is that what you're going to ask me?
1: <laughs> I, I did not know, like, UConn Tennessee women's basketball was playing.
0: I did not know there was a
1: compelling match. I just
0: – sorry. I've been watching a lot of it, yeah. I've been watching a lot of co- women's and men's college basketball. And, but, again, there's no nothing marquee. There's nothing marquee to to Shay's point. So, yeah, it is a bad time in the calendar. That is a shot.
1: The week between the Super Bowl and this AFC-NFC title game, way worse. Like, I'm like, let's go. Let's get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but there's still
2: still Super Bowl to look forward to. Like, this this week has the hangover of the Super Bowl where there is no football, at least not good football. Yeah, see, I'm not pining for more football. But I'm not necessarily pining for more, but there is the absence of it. That exists. Where it feels like there's, especially right now without the NBA, there's nothing on. Uh, It feels like I turn my TV on, there's nothing to watch. That's what the issue is for me.
1: I had Kansas TCU the other night. It was a hell of a basketball game. Yeah. A hell of a game. KU, they lost 85-60 to at home to TCU. Yeah. yep. They walked in and smacked that TCU ass. They beat them. That was a really good game. Congrats, Danny. That was a really good game. Last night I'm watching Michigan, Michigan or excuse me, Michigan State, Indiana, the other day, Michigan, Michigan State with all the tragedy and how they handle it. My friend Tom Izzo was amazing. Yeah. There have been plenty of compelling stuff. Patrick Kane had hat trick the other day. Last night I didn't s I fell asleep. Shea showed me the slap shot that should have won the game and they said it was on the
2: tip of his stick when it went or excuse me, crossing the goal line yeah. at zeros. It was brutal. By the way, so, you, can't, you can't get yourself in trouble, any more trouble than whoever was on the network. Could he help me out. I saw this on Hood's Instagram story. Somebody talking about the Michigan-Michigan <laughs> State game was going from women's basketball highlights on Sports Center. I saw. I, said, I said it to you guys. Let's get back to real
0: basketball. Yeah, that, that was insane. <laughs> that you can't you. say anything worse than that. Somebody needs to sit him down. It's like, oh, so women's basketball is not real basketball? Oh, my God. Let's get back to the real basketball here. Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. Well, that's our edition of Shot or No Shot as we continue on here on Sports Hospice. Still to come, we'll talk about this. Hospice, you know what's coming around the corner isn't good.
1: You'll be gone. We know what's coming. It's not hospice. It's like a colonoscopy. It's
0: no fun. Okay, But when you get the clean bell health, you're good. Okay, so, 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 so better sports to come. Is that what you're saying, right? Correct. March Madness, is that what you're saying? Correct. All right. Coming up next here, we will uh, talk a little bit about the Bears. Should the Bears be in the market for star power? We talked about it in a shot or no shot. We're going to talk to you about it coming up next. Don't forget, we go around the NFL at 835, all part of the mix on Chicago's Home for Sports. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Captain J. Hood. Good morning, Chicago. The Blackhawks got a 3-2 victory over the Las Vegas Golden Knights last night in a shootout. White Sox prospect Oscar Colas is expected to be the starting right fielder this season. But first-year manager Pedro Cofall made it very clear that the outfield is not set in stone. Alabama basketball is under fire after it was reported that freshman Brandon Miller provided the weapon that was used by Darius Miles in a murder. Head coach Nate Oates admitted yesterday that the program was aware of Miller's involvement in the case. Michigan State basketball returned to campus yesterday for the first time with a win over Indiana by the score of 80 to 65. Jay
1: Moore. Welcome back to Captain Jay Hood Experience. Weekdays from
0: 7 to 10.
1: On Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN. Chicago. Nick Bull sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan, I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers.
0: The guy is drunk, but there he goes not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and then he pulls out. This is
1: a really thickly built guy. I mean, what the are you looking for on these things
0: here? Uh, it is time to go around the National Football League and Cap, you know what? One of our great listeners for Cap and Joe every morning is uh, David Allen. He says, the shot on no shot. He says, uh, we changed the shot on no shot intro. It's better than the long-time running... Yeah, absolutely. We did change the shot on No Shot thanks to Jay Moore. Jay Moore's just a man. Yeah. So, yes, it is better. Cap and I have been looking for that change since August of 2020. And it only took now for us to be able to get a new shot on No Shot open. So much better. No question. There you go. Love it. Love it. By the way, Hoodie, the Bulls made a
1: roster move just now. Oh, really? Yes. According to the great Chuck Swirsky, the Bulls announced they have signed Terry Taylor Six foot five, who most recently played for the Pacers, fifty nine games, nine starts. He had eleven points, five rebounds in Indiana's win over the Bulls on January twenty fourth, and he will wear uniform number thirty two. No corresponding move has yet been announced.
0: All right, uh, a great Swirsky name. But it's by a the two way. way
1: deal, right? That did, does not say. I, I read you it's a two everything. way. So he'll yeah. be with the Windy City Bulls or yeah. the Chicago Bulls. And by the way, hoodie. Yes. You got Evansville UIC tonight. I've got Bradley and Valpo. Oh. And then tomorrow, I've got the Windy City Bulls game. Me I, and Mark
0: Shanowski. i look forward to that. Yeah. You, you're going to open your eyes and say, hey, why are they just shooting the one free throw? Where's the two? Correct. They have, all the rules are different in the G yeah. League. Yeah. All right, my friend. It is. Uh, that's a great Swirsky name, by the way, Shay. Here comes Terry Taylor. Terry Taylor into the front court. That's I think that would be a great name for the Bulls. Some hard teams there. there. <laughs> here's, here's Shea Norling with Around the NFL.
2: All right, yesterday the franchise tag window opened in the NFL. So I have a list of names here. Some of them do impact the Bears. And that question's very simple. Will this player be tagged or not tagged? And then okay. a little discussion as to why. So let's start with the biggest name on the franchise tag list, Lamar
0: Jackson. Tag. I'm gonna say tag. I know he's pissed off, and I know he he scrubbed the Ravens off of his social media because that's what young players do. Ooh, whatever. But but you know what, Cap? I mean, what else? What the Ravens gonna do? Like like they'll they they should be able to meet in the middle. And if I'm not mistaken, Lamar, no agent, correct? No, no agent. Correct. No agent. Believe that's true. That's a bad job but by him. This is. I think he's gonna get tagged and traded.
2: Yeah, tagged absolutely. Him. I say traded. That's what I think. I Because I, wow. don't, I don't think that they want to give him the extension. They'll let that be somebody else's problem. Uh, he has not been available when they've needed him, and they've had good teams. Like, people use this, he has no help, this and that. They've had good rosters. They've had playoff teams, and that he's the part that's missing. He's the part that's not available the last two seasons. I think he gets tagged, but they don't want to be on the hook for all the money in the future. They're going to trade him.
0: Wow, And, and what we, well, we always say, what what's next? If you don't have Lamar, then where are you going with the quarterback position? And will you be successful? So, all right, what's next?
2: Somebody we already talked about, Saquon Barkley. The Giants, tag or no tag on Saquon Barkley? There will be no tag. They
1: no will tag. put the money into Daniel Jones and get him re-signed. And they will let Saquon test the market. Mm. My prediction. Uh,
0: I would agree with you, Cap. I believe it is a no-tag, and Saquon will go someplace else and flourish. But it just won't be with the Giants. And keep in mind, we talked about this the other day. <laughs> be careful what you ask for, but you have no other choice because you don't have another quarterback in the pipeline if you're the Giants. You got to pay Daniel Jones. Even though it was just for a year, Cap, what else are you going to do if you're the Giants?
1: Trade for Lamar Jackson. No shot. Yeah, I don't think so. But you guys just said he's cool. going to get traded. Man, I don't know. Maybe they'll be looking for a quarterback. And I just want to make sure I'm clear again. I do align with Carmen Yurko that you don't reset the, the – you don't put top ten draft picks into running backs. You don't pay them at the top of the market. The only yeah. way I'm making the move for Saquon is if he says, hey, I, I've wanted to be a bear. I want to be here, and I'm not looking to reset the market. Then – I am absolutely interested because he's a generational
0: talent. Hey, so man. Clear. so You know what? I heard what you said, and if someone says you said something different, I'll back you and say that's not what Cap said. Just remember one thing, partner. I'm with you. Win or tie. You're the best. Shay.
2: <laughs> well, let's stick with the Giants. Daniel Jones, who wants $45 million a year, is up for the franchise tag. That franchise tag would cost $32 million.
1: Tag, tag or no tag? No tag. They're going to get a deal done.
0: God, but you, but when you heard what Shea said, though. Yeah, that's a mouthful. It's a lot of money. He's
1: going to take a little less, and they're going to
0: I get, get my prediction:
1: four years, one sixty. That's forty million a year,
0: and they'll guarantee him a hundred. I, I, I can't fight that because they don't have another quarterback right now on that roster, so. I'm. I say, I say they can make a deal because you've got to solidify that position for the next three, four years. Correct. Do you think? Do you? Think they'll make the playoffs again under Dayball. I do. I, mean, I do.
2: But here's the question: Like he just got a new agent because he wanted to command all of this money. I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to settle for less. If you're the Giants and you're going to invest forty-five million dollars at the quarterback position, wouldn't you rather do it with Lamar Jackson? No, absolutely
1: not. He gets beat up. He's injured. Daniel Jones flourished under Brian Dable. Why do I want to completely change the way I play? I don't no think shit. you do. Daniel Jones a runner. Not like that. Daniel Jones is not like that. I'm don't not you saying do that
0: Jay. Jay, <laughs> don't you do that. Got a little scoot to him, Hood. Don't do that. Don't do that. I see the rise smile. Listen. Don't do that. No, 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 no. You can run against the Vikings because they sucked. Don't make him out of, like, Lamar Jackson now. He's got Don't a little that. scoot. That's all I'm all saying. Right. He can move all a little right. bit. <laughs> you saw him. And it surprised the hell out of me, too, to see Daniel Jones run that much. But that's not his game. You know you can't do that. Go ahead. Right. Well, Tag or no tag?
2: Let's get to one of the names that really impacts the Bears here. Uh, Red uh, Commanders. Oh, boy, that was almost a slip. Commanders <laughs> defensive tackle, Deron Payne. Tag or no tag? I say tag. Cap, I say they tag him. Yeah, I say tag. He's uh,
1: a yes. really good player, and he'd look good in a Bears uniform.
0: Oh, yes. But I think that, listen, if you're if you're uh, Ron Rivera, you want as many assets as possible. Like As much as Rivera's done for Washington, the one-loss record is, what it is they have struggled, Cap. Now, I'm not saying that he's going to get fired, but I'm telling you, for all the good, they still have not won. The goodwill that Rivera's brought to that team, to try to put a new face on it, despite what's happening with Daniel Snyder. Still, it's still about wins, and they still don't have a quarterback. So get as many assets as you can. To the team that's formerly known as the Redskins, right, Jay? Correct. Listen, you said it. No, no, I heard it. I the held, Washington Reds. I Red. held oh. my tongue.
1: I held hey, man, my they, tongue. They Don't were put that, me that spot. Seventy-year, <laughs> <or> whatever.
0: Cap, <laughs> you heard it though. I he's did. He's just gonna. He's gonna barrel in with the Redskins thoughts. Oh.
2: Right. I held my tongue.
0: <laughs> Go ahead.
2: Uh, Stick in with players that could potentially impact the Bears. Chiefs left tackle Orlando Brown.
0: Tag oh. or no tag. No tag, but they will sign him to a deal. Cap in a Bears uniform, Orlando Brown. Just think about it.
1: Again, is he looking to reset the left tackle market and take up a huge chunk of my space? I don't know the answer to that question. I would think if he's not looking to break the bank with the biggest left tackle contract ever, why would he not stay in Kansas
0: City and try and win again? Well, that would be my thought. My thought is, is that while I go someplace, the grass is not greener here, not yet for the Bears. I'd try to stay on a winning team as long as I could. So, if I'm Orlando Brown, I, I try to get a, a, a fresh deal with Kansas City and try to win again because that door, that window's wide open for Mahomes and the Chiefs, isn't it? Wide, wide open. Yeah. All right. Got one more? One last
2: name, and it uh, it could potentially impact the Bears' free agency. Raiders running back Josh Jacobs. No shot.
1: They're not tagging him. Why would they do that?
2: Haven't they become one of the most interesting teams in terms of what the Bears could do? Like the free agency of Josh Jacobs, Bears might get a running back. Now the Raiders are resetting the quarterback position. Does that mean maybe they don't want to invest the money in Devontae Adams? There are options. They've become a very interesting team yeah, to Yeah,
1: Devontae me. Adams, though, the dead cap hit is so massive. And he said, I am not approving any trades. I'm not going anywhere.
0: I signed here because I want to be here. So yeah, I believe there I believe there will be a no tag in that situation cap. Yeah. And and I and we lost the we lost the trade, didn't we? Khalil Mack with Josh Jacobs. Josh
1: Jacobs was one of the players that they picked. Yeah, with the pick the Bears gave or the picks the Bears gave in the Khalil Mack deal. That's correct. Yeah. So did we lose the trade? Did we lose the trade? They have Josh Jacobs and I can't remember who the other player was they got who was just eh And we had Khalil. Yeah, I think it was a trade that neither team went on to win because of it.
2: But if Cody Mm -hmm. Parkey doesn't hit the field, the goalpost twice, then you win the trade. This isn't even the discussion. Well, no, but maybe they win more than one. My point is that the margin is that slim that like if Cody Parkey doesn't hit those goalposts, we don't know what happens. And then maybe this isn't even a discussion. Maybe Nagy's still the coach.
0: Um, uh, well, maybe I just, I like that the bears went all in to get a top 10 player in the league at the time and Cleo Mack, because as, as we well know, when he was healthy, he was a monster, but he wasn't healthy enough for the bears. That was the whole problem with him. So, all right. on um, the cap and J Hood morning show coming up next <laughs> Terry Francona, who we know very well. He had a very bad day. A really bad day. We talk about it coming up next cap and J hood weekday mornings at seven.
1: Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports.
0: It's the Cap and Jay Hood morning show here on ESPN1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap today Sidebar mayor approach. Yes, brought to you
1: by Anken Law 3126 million for that. Great Howard Ankin put that lawyer in your phone.
0: Sign my ball. Today is not only Ash Wednesday, but also it's California Day. What are your three favorite cities in California? Wow. Three I've favorite
1: got- cities. First, absolutely Palm Desert, California. Uh-huh. Palm Desert, I'm a huge fan. Um San Francisco.
0: Yep. And probably Beverly Hills. Okay, so for me, you know my favorite city in California, San Diego. San Diego, perfect. San Francisco, we agree on. I didn't spend enough time there. I was there for four days. I like to spend a little bit more time there to see more of the city, but it was cool. And I put and I wrote down Berkeley. Berkeley, mm-hmm. that really yeah. nice area to walk around. Yeah, absolutely. As far, it's, it's not necessarily for what you want. It's what I want. And, that's, and that's peace. <laughs> it's, it's, I liked Cal Berkeley when I was there. It was cool. Yeah, I did a game at Stanford.
1: Mm-hmm. Me and the great Dave Ennett had Northwestern at Stanford. Yeah. And, boy, did Northwestern get that ever-living H beaten out of them. Yeah. I did that game, and then Dave and I did Northwestern lose by 70 at USC. It was 59-18 at the half. I'll never forget it. And I walked around Venice Beach and all that. That was cool. Yes. But the whole Berkeley thing, a little too... hoity uh, No, it's a little too... Uh, I don't know what's the word. It's just not my cup of tea. Santa Barbara, also on that list as well. Santa Barbara's beautiful. Santa yeah. Monica with, a, with the pier and all that, that's beautiful. Carmel. So
0: what- Carmel. That's
1: beautiful.
0: So, so what we're ultimately saying is that LA can be overrated at times. LA is
1: highly overrated.
0: One of the worst (laughs) cities to visit. I couldn't
2: live there. I I went one time, I went to Pasadena, went to the Rose Bowl. That was fantastic. Correct. Fabulous. Especially my team was in it. Michigan State was in it. They beat Stanford. I went when
1: Northwestern was in it
2: and played against Keyshawn Johnson. Incredible experience. But overall, Los Angeles, look, this is going to be my plea. Hoodie, this is what I'm going to do with the question you just asked. Okay, Shohei gets your ass out of there. This city is much much better. Come to Chicago. L.A. is a terrible representation of what America has to offer. It's a done it's deal. It's a dump. All right. The traffic is worse there than it is here, which saying something because it's not great here either.
0: Right. But get out of that town. Shohei's a Come done, done
1: deal, man. He's been invited.
0: Okay. He's, it's done. All right. Again, Daniel Greenberg is going to put that out there. Is that you have Shohei for sure coming to Chicago? Let's not put that out there. Don't I don't care it. what I don't care what Obvious Shirt says. It's I, I, it's- I
1: was there yesterday, hoodie. I went to Obvious Shirts Warehouse. I saw my guy Joe Johnson, and he had the shirt ready. It says, "I invited him." Say ya.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's great. <laughs> That's fine. I
1: yesterday,
0: yeah, that's fine. But until it's a, you know, it's a done deal, then no music, and nothing. There, there you go. go. So, Take well, that. we'll see. But it'll be great for the city, that's for sure. So, we were talking about um, what the Bears should do in the off season as far as star power versus depth. So, so Cap as much as i want the bears to win yesterday and i love that the bears are getting so much attention you get the average fan that will call us and say i'll come You know, ESPN or Fox is not talking about my team. What about my team? We don't get enough national coverage. We don't get enough respect. Bears getting plenty of respect now, boy. That number one pick, everyone's talking about the Bears. My guy Cap was on uh, KJM this morning at uh, at 550. Go back to the archives. Go look for KJM on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap laid it out for Keyshawn and for Max. Hey, man, Justin Fields is the real deal. But when are you ready to win, though, Cap? That's the question I think we all have. Is it, is it this upcoming season? Is it 24? I just want them to be able to plug holes and meaningful players, especially on the offensive and defensive line. Let them be, get accustomed to the system and the Bears be able to get to the playoffs, I would say, in a couple of years. Yeah, it, it is a couple years away, mm-hmm. period. Just build it the right way, right? Well, what do you want, though? You want depth, or do you want – because Barkley would be star power. That's what we talked about in our last segment.
1: Yeah, I'm not willing to break the bank on a running back. I, I have seen the light. That said, as I said in our last segment, you can't predict when stars become available, whether that was A.J. Brown or Tyreek Hill last off season, or whoever it might be this season, whoever that star is at whatever position. Now, if they're not going to, as Field Yates – said he doesn't believe they're going to re-sign David Montgomery. And Saquon Barkley says, I've always wanted to be a Bear. Let's work a fair deal out. I'm not looking to reset the market. I'm interested because I got so much cap space, and he is a generational talent. Mm-hmm. Now, if he's looking to get the highest running back contract in the history of the sport, yeah, I'm out. Not doing it. Not doing it. I like so you- Bijan Robinson at Texas if
0: he's there in the second round. I like Bijan Mustard. I love Dijon. <laughs> yeah. But we we got to think about it like this, too. We got to think about this practically, though. Cap, think about this. If you're Saquon Barkley, you want to go backwards? I mean, the, if nothing else, the Giants got to the playoffs, whether it was by dumb luck or whatever, they got to the playoffs and beat a, an overrated, you know, flat Minnesota Vikings team. Mm-hmm. You sure that the rest of your years, and I would say Barkley has, what would you say, three more. Productive years. Oh, he is a I think back. more than that. Well, how old is Barkley?
1: Shea? He's got to be what? Twenty-five?
2: He will be twenty-six. I think he'll be at twenty-six the
1: start of next season. Yeah, I, I should have five good seasons left out of him.
0: What is that in running? What is that in dog years or running back years? Sixty. <laughs> Stanley, get going. That's Let's it. go. Let's go. Uh, so, so I I would say four more years. Is that where you want to be with the Bears? If you're Barkley, I know beggars can't be choosers in that spot. But if, you, if, if you're if you the Bears, yes. But if you're Barkley, are you sure this is the destination?
1: No, probably not. Because I would think if he's not looking to reset the market, and that's the rumor, and they're going to put their money into their quarterback, okay, if I'm Barkley, I'm looking and going, okay, where could I go that I think I have a chance to impact us to the point where we're going to win and win big? Mm-hmm. Like, San Francisco went and put their chips in the middle and got a hell of a player in Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. A hell of a player. So, does Kansas City say, yeah, we've got Pacheco, but, man, we could get Saquon Barkley. Does the Eagles up Miles Sanders walk and go get, heaven forbid, their arch-rival star player? Maybe. Does Miami say, we got Tyreek, we got Jalen Waddle, we got a good offensive you know what? We're going to take some of the heat off of Tua. We're getting Saquon Barkley. Dallas may be releasing Ezekiel Elliott if he won't restructure his deal. Aaron Jones just restructured to stay in Green Bay. So there's a lot of places he could go. I'm just telling you, if the Bears, with all that cap space, and he does not want
0: to break the bank, yes, I would have that discussion. You understand the odds The odds part, um, part of this in which – Hey, Saquon Barkley's here, but your line's not fixed. That would suck. Yeah, no question
1: about that. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying to you, yeah. I got to get my lines right. But if he's not looking, like if the call is made to his agent and he says, Look, he's always wanted to be a bear, he'll make a fair deal with you. He's not looking to break the bank. Get your line put together. We're going to wait on you. And he literally says, Yeah, I'll take that fair deal. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm willing to talk. He's a great football player, but I don't think I don't think that's accurate. Because if he's looking to just make a fair deal, I don't think he leaves New York. We go around the National Football League. That's coming up next on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show.